0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth with you. And joining us now to preview week four of the NFL season is Jason Logan, senior betting analyst for Covers.com. Jason, we only have three undefeated teams remaining in the 49ers and the the Eagles and the Dolphins. But when it comes to a team that already has a loss, which one do you think is the best Super Bowl contender? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm Kansas Chiefs, I guess. (laughs)
1: Let's say say the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll go out on a limb and say the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, We know what they can do on offense. Uh, We 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 saw what they did there against the poor Bears. But what's really impressing me about the Chiefs is usually this is a defense that shows up in November and starts to really start to play championship defense later in the year. But this is a group, a young group that has a lot of experience from last year. Uh, Spags has them playing fantastic. They are scary looking on defense now. Um, and then when you combine that with, with what Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift can do on offense, oh, dear God, it's an unstoppable machine. So, uh, yeah, the defense really, really Amazing. making me worried for any anyone that has to play the Kansas City Chiefs right now.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, man, because we haven't seen that. I mean, Jones has been a game wrecker since he came back. Mm-hmm. Like early in the year, this is when they're supposed to go through their struggles. And there's always context when you play the Bears, and it was a get, perfect get-right spot for them, <laughs> and, and they did their job. But it's like if you're going to bring yeah. up any issues like, oh, is this closer to the offense? Because if they are, if this is what they are, there, there are not any concerns. Let, let me ask you about a, a team that is top five in odds, and I would say they were dumped on most of the offseason but they're just going out there right now and they're just get getting the job done and they're in the mm. biggest game of the week like while everybody's talking about the dolphins or a couple of the other teams out there mm. eagles last night nobody's talking about oh, the yeah. bills nobody's okay. talking about the bills winning the super bowl like mm. do you still have them on that very short list
1: i i have them let's see i did my power ratings last night where do I have them at the clicking through? I have the Buffalo Bills number four in my power ratings. I didn't discount okay. them too much for what was a, I said it was a, an episode of Black Mirror, that game, that week one game with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> going down and all the weird stuff that happened in that game. Yeah. I didn't discount them too much. I was on them this week. Um, here they played Washington and absolutely just destroyed Washington. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like the Buffalo Bills. I actually have them, my ratings come out, I actually have them favored um by a little more than three in this game with miami i'll have to tweak mm. for you know things like weather and injuries and what's going on but i, I do have them here as as a, a more than a field goal favorite you can see them laying what minus two and a half right now uh, against miami at home i wasn't overly sure about the defense and i think that's still where they're going to lack um you know they had leslie frazier just kind of bail I mean, on the team and it kind of fell in sean mcdermott's lap and then they lost like that linebacker core has always been the beating heart of that unit for a, a long, long time, um, especially with like Ed, Edmonds leaving. Um, I wasn't so sure about the linebacking core. Uh, this is going to be a big, big test for them here. Um, but the the defense and then, the, of course, the, the offense seems like it's clicking as well, too. I mean, Diggs look outstanding here against Washington, which is a pretty good defensive team. Mm hmm. I
2: know better's love coming to you for NFL underdogs. Early look here on a Tuesday.
1: Oh boy. Which dog oh man, do you like? No, no, no. On the spot. <laughs> Tuesday. I generally, Tuesday. Get, I, I generally will get the right. like favorites kind of earlier in the week.
2: Okay. Uh, then give me a favorite.
1: Give the bill a favorite besides day, the bills. <laughs> all right. Well, I did, give me a did favorite, Marley.
2: Let's go, Logan.
1: Favorite's partly, he got? legs now. All right, so, well, the first bet of the week that I did make was Kansas City minus nine. Um, okay. And there's still nine and a halves out there. I think maybe a few books may have a nine out there, but nine and a half, I still think getting an under 10 is a deal with Kansas City. We already gushed about the, the Chiefs and how good they are. Um, one of the other bets that I did like too is I'm leaning towards Indianapolis. Uh, at home to the Rams. So the Rams have a, have a short week, but they also have a really uh, tough turnaround here. This is going to be their second straight road game um, and then playing on a short week after Monday Night Football. And then coming in and playing a Colts defense that looks pretty damn good. Like this team was supposed to be dead in the water this year. Right now, seventh in EPA allowed per play out there in the fancy advance metrics. Uh, maybe they get Ryan Kelly back and Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Minshew did all right. Uh, but they're a much more dangerous team with Richardson, and especially with Ryan Kelly back under center, um, the way that he could run that ball. Because he, uh, heading into last week, he had scored half of their offensive touchdowns, um, and I think we talked about Anthony Richard touchdown a uh, couple weeks ago too, and that was also a good yes. time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely not riding off the Colts, and um, you know the Rams, the Rams offense kind of came back to earth last night. So.
0: Well, let's expound on the Colts a little bit. They're the only team in the AFC South with a winning record, one game lead mm-hmm. over everybody else in that awful division. If Anthony Richardson comes back sooner than later, do you feel like that there's value on them winning the AFC South?
1: That's a tough one because I, I think Jacksonville's going to figure it out. Jacksonville's going to be okay. okay. Um, I did take the Colts over. It was like over two and a half division wins before the season started. Um, just knowing like what, what Shane Sexton is bringing to this offense. Um, and then, you know, they had a pretty good core on defense. And then they could also get uh, Jonathan Taylor back this week too. I haven't uh, caught up on the Jonathan Taylor news, but I believe he can come back this week off the Pup List. So then you're adding another guy. Sounds like they want to keep him now, like they're trying to mend this relationship. So this team could, could have another offensive weapon out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the way that the things are shaping up, especially with the way that the defense is playing right now, um, they definitely could challenge Jacksonville for the top of that division.
2: I uh, I asked you about the Bills earlier, but let's talk about this this game, the micro more so. Uh, we got to talk about it. it's, it's awesome matchup. So yeah. it's down to two and a half. The Bills mm-hmm. dominated the commanders, and the number comes down because everybody's gaga for the Dolphins. No surprise, I assume, most of the public to be in the Dolphins and getting
1: I mean, points. Yeah. 100% warranted. Yeah. So what, what what do you think about what do you think about this one? Um, I think we're blinded by the seventy points, but not blinded mm-hmm. like for the wrong reasons. It's kind of taken the shine off the defense for the Dolphins. This Vic Fangio defense, it got into a shootout in week one. That kind of skews its overall stats. But if you look at the last two weeks, this is a top ten team in EPA allowed per play. Um, you know. Fangio is is a tricky defense to figure. Out. It always looks the same, and then he kind of changes and moves. Has a lot of guys moving around uh pre-snap. So he's he's always gonna keep the quarterback guessing as well too. And he doesn't give up too much over the top. Um so I, I think I think we're we might be overvaluing the Dolphins offense a bit, but maybe not giving enough credit to the Dolphins defense. I do a column called Bet Now Bet Later on Sunday nights and my bet later was the under in this game, knowing that everyone would go uh gaga for the offense and see what the Bills put up and it's ticking up. We saw this one open 53 and a half. It's up to 54 Books not going super crazy with it right now. Uh, it might continue to go, you know, as the, as the public guys wake up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning, we could see this one push up. Uh, and there might be an opportunity to come back because we talked about this Buffalo defense is still pretty damn good. And the Dolphins defense pretty damn good. And we saw what happened in the divisional game against the Pats two weeks ago. That was kind of a slog fest as well, too. The Pats were able to slow them down. So... Um, no real knee jerk reaction on the total for me i'm going to wait and see if this gets a little higher and then maybe buy back that kind of overbearing opinion on offense
2: i think the cardinals and joshua dobbs much better than people anticipated so far (laughs) this season now they go to play the 49ers big 14 point favorites uh, and then we were just talking about how Brock Purdy, you know, he threw, had some passes that definitely could have been intercepted. Uh, what's your early assessment of this matchup?
1: Uh, probably going to be betting San Francisco in this one. Like my, my, it's what, a two touchdown spread. My power ratings are s- super high on San Francisco. And Arizona's not going to catch the 49ers uh, with their pants down like they did the Dallas Cowboys. They're not going to come out and just out-hustle them. 49ers watch that game. They're uh, and, and definitely going to be on on the lookout for for that. And, I mean, Arizona definitely not tanking. Everyone thought they were going to tank and and pull the plug on the whole Kyler Murray situation. There, they're still playing. What are they three zero against the spread now? Um, but uh, San Francisco is a different breed of team. And like I said, they're 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 not going to get caught by surprise by Arizona. So I like San Francisco in this one.
0: We're not doctors. We just play them on the radio when it comes to Joe Burrow's calf. It certainly, you know, still looks like it's bothering him, hence why we saw a lot of quick throws and something that he's been doing all season long. It worked against the Rams. It didn't work in his first couple of contests. What are you expecting from Joe Burrow going forward? Do you feel like that this is something that we're going to see for a while, or do you think at some point we will return to the days of old, and by that I mean last year, that yeah. Joe Burrow and company can have one of the more exciting offenses in the NFL?
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to get back there, and and Joe Burrow is a guy that I don't think he necessarily has to practice every day. He can really take it easy and heal up, and he can go out there and still command a game. Um, the win on Monday night takes the pressure off this team immediately, so that's a big, big breather. And then they have three easier opponents coming up as well, too. They play Tennessee, Arizona, and Seattle, and a great opportunity to kickstart that offense as well, too. These teams rank 26th, 19th, and 27th in EPA allowed per dropback, so some pretty bad passing defenses out there. They have a bye in Week Seven, which is going to be super vital for Burrow. They're going to have time to heal up. And the rest of the schedule, while it is tough and they do have some very good teams, there's no kind of tricky spots. Like there's no three road games in, in four weeks, any real situational snags along the way. So I think coming out of, of, out of the week seven by week eight, I think Joe Burrow is going to be back and ready to go. But we're going to see this offense improve against some pretty soft past uh, past defenses over the next three weeks. And Burrow will get back to
2: normal. Jason, Thursday night, we're going to have a, uh, a leader, sole possession of first place of the NFC North after uh, the mm. Lions and Packers game. Lions short road favorites seen one, one and a half total around 45. Anything mm. you're eyeing for Thursday night?
1: Sure. Uh, my my ratings are leaning towards the Lions in this one. I haven't placed a bet on it, but one that I did make is Jordan Love to go over 16 and a half yards rushing. Uh, Player projections out there, um, anywhere from like 12 to a ceiling of 22. The consensus kind of number was around 18. Uh, But the Lions, uh, that great defensive front, they're getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. They're number three in hurries. And then the Packers have some missing bodies on the offensive line as well, too. We saw Jordan Love have to take off nine times against New Orleans. Another really good defense that gets good pressure. He had 39 yards rushing. He had 23 yards rushing the week before. Aaron Jones. uh, the running back there. um, Would be limited in practice had they had practiced on Monday? This is a short turnaround to get him ready. Hamstring injuries are a pain in the butt. I've had a couple and they just last forever. So I don't think he's going to be rushed out on a Thursday night football game. So I like Jordan Love to kind of have to make make some plays with his legs and go over 16 and a half yards rushing on Thursday night.
2: Early into the season, who, which team that has found some success or exceeded expectations might end hmm. up being fraudulent when it's all said and done.
1: Oh boy. Um, well, I mean, we got to see the curtain pulled back on Tampa Bay. Uh, whew, yep. Let's see. Who? The Falcons. I think, and I think no, the Commanders Falcons too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That Falcons secondary is really, really good. And then that mm-hmm. offense, they can get gains on the ground, um, and then they can control time of possession. So they they might still be a good bet. I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe they don't live up to all the off-season hype. We saw a lot of sharp bettors gravitating towards them. <sighs> yep. I'm try I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah. Um, hmm. There's no one like no one's really blown me away yet. I'm not... There's so no bad.
2: Vikings, right? Like, from... Yeah.
1: They weren't- yeah, I, I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel like there's Giants. a... Bite, like, maybe, maybe New Orleans. Maybe New Orleans with the mm. with the QB situation there. Like, I really like the New Orleans defense. Um, mm-hmm. I And then you go from Carter to Jameis Winston. That can obviously go a little bad. But then they got Elvin Kamara coming back. Um, yeah, I, may, maybe New Orleans if that offense starts to putter again. Because last year, I mean, the defense was was great. The offense was god awful. And if they go back to that place, that is a very dark, dark place, but a great place for underwriters.
0: At, at the same <laughs> time, though, if you're sort of power ranking quarterbacks in the NFC South, there is a world where eventually Derek Carr will come back, and mm. he's the best one there because Desmond Ritter's been awful. Bryce Young needs some time to develop, and Baker Mayfield is still Baker Mayfield. And so I wonder <laughs> if it's something where you adjust expectations for the Saints, knowing full well that compared with everyone else they can still win this thing
1: yeah and the the car it was i don't know car car was kind of working against the offense he had his best success when they were really pushing the ball downfield and hitting home run balls and then um carmichael wanted to run this like shorter west coast offense essentially saved car from himself but whenever he did throw it beyond 20 yards that's when he kind of looked at it It looked his best um you know Jameis is no as someone that's not going to hesitate to air it out as well too and um, yeah, I don't know if the, I, I definitely think that getting Kamara back is going to help this offense a lot in terms of what it wants to runs and those little short hitches and, and um, those quick screen passes and stuff like that. It's going to allow them to to have that other pass catching weapon out there. Um, but I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about Derek Carr. I don't know if he's, if he's, maybe it's just, he's had what, two and a half games to work into this new offense. And he's not quite there yet, but we'll still so we'll we'll see i mean it, the the backbone of that Saints team is going to be the defense for sure especially if they can get the run defense back on track because they were annually one of the better run defenses and then just could not stop the run last year they're fantastic against the pass uh like i said could be a good place for underbetters again
0: Jason Logan, make sure to follow him on X at Covers JLo. Jason, thanks so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we look at the team futures markets and some bets that we really like. That's right here on the BetQL Network.